You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast number 689, The Need for Slow. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 689 in a series of God only knows before they take us off the air. Uh, now, Gaz couldn't be here this week. He, he's just, he's not available. However, uh, I do have someone that uh, has, has been on the show before, but not for the entire time. So let's be nice. Let's be kind. That's how it works. And of course, I am talking, well, I don't know why I'm saying of course, because you don't know who it is yet. It is Dave Ginsburg. Hey, what's going on today, Dave? Oh, I'm just uh, recovering, got back from my, my vacation in Vegas. Uh, oh, nice. And uh, here to do a podcast that I didn't expect to do, but uh, I'm happy <laughs> to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, we had kind of a disconnect there. I think oh, you were thinking I was going to be on your podcast, and I was well, thinking that that I was going to do your podcast after you did my podcast, and you know, it just it just kind of snowballed from there, and we just couldn't quite get figure it out. And there was, but there was that magic moment when the stars <laughs> aligned, and all knowledge was available. And we synced, and now I'm here, happy to be so. <laughs> and Dave, I don't know, uh, something that, that, that I think you'll find interesting is that we are just 11 shows away. I know. From the 700th My Mac Podcast. That is just an incredible feat. I know. And, and what's even weirder is we are just one show away from 690. And do you know why... That is significant, David. No, tell me about that. Because just like 690, it is also, and, and you, you may find this fascinating, U.S. Code 690 for general and flag officers says that not more than 15 retired general officers of the Army, Air Force, or Marine Corps, and not more than 15 retired flag officers of the Navy may be on active duty at any one time. And for the purposes of this subsection, a retired officer ordered to active duty for a period of 60 days or less is not counted. Wow. Mind blown right there. I'm, I'm just blown away. Yeah. And, and, but wait, there's more. Wu Zaitan ascend, ascended to the throne of the Tang Dynasty and proclaimed herself ruler of the Chinese Empire as holy and divine emperor in the year 690. She becomes the first and only emperor in 5,000 years of Chinese history. She changes the dynasty's name to the Zhao Dynasty and then just because she could, begins to murder throne pretendants and ministers who try to oppose her. And during her reign, David, she <laughs> elevated the status of Buddhism over Taoism. I'm just 
I'm speechless. I know. And we're just one show away from that. <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a good mark. <laughs> yeah, that is a good mark. Now, uh, last week for me, however, uh, something that I have been striving for for a very long time finally happened and you will see the result. Now you're of course going to the next, uh, max stock expo. Absolutely. Okay. You will see the results of this at the next max stock expo. Now you were there last year. And I've been there all three years. Yeah, well, so have I. And you probably saw my my mobile podcasting setup. I did. It was very impressive. Oh, it's it's even better I, now. I bet. I finally have all the pieces that I have been putting together for a while. Um, and this includes, you know, because I, I had that that small uh, Alesis mixer last yep. year. The problem with um, the mixer was that it only, with that mixer anyway, it was the uh, Multimix 4 USB. It only had two uh, XLR ports, so I could only connect up two XLR microphones to it. Mm-hmm. And when I was recording with Dave and John from the Mac Geek Ab, well, that meant I needed three microphones. So I, I had to get kind of creative and use a USB microphone and then use Audio Hijack and blah, 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 blah. It was a whole thing. So after Max Talk of last year is like, okay, my goal is to be able to record up to four microphones on four separate tracks in whatever, you know, DAW that, that I decide I wanted to use. So I started doing some research and I ended up, I found on eBay a uh, Personas 44 VSL, which has four XLR inputs and outputs through USB, four mono sources for each one of those inputs. So I was like, great. So then I started looking at microphones and the microphone I actually wanted to get or to have uh, was the Electro Voice ND767A, which is a, uh, it's a dynamic microphone. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, Electra Voice canceled, like I guess, the whole ND line of microphones. Mm. So I had to look and find something else. And I had one, and I was, and I love this microphone. I'm not giving that microphone up for anything. And I ended up through either buying them myself or I was gifted one by my by my uh, dear wife. Uh, mm. Three Sennheiser E835A dynamic nice. microphones. So I've got the microphones, I've got the interface, and what I found was, because these are dynamic microphones, you really, really, really have to crank the gain to make them, you know, sound good. So then it was like, okay, well, what can I do about this? And as with most things, the the only thing you really have to do is throw a, a crap ton of money at it to make the problem go away. And as it turned out, the solution was to get four Simply Sound SS1 mic actuators, which is basically XLR in, XLR out, and uses phantom power, and provides uh, an additional 25 dB of gain for each input. So that was the those were the last pieces that I needed. So I've got the microphones. I've got the the mic actuators or mic preamps depending on how you look at them i've got the interface i've got a um 
uh, uh, headphone amplifier that I can I can connect up to four separate headphones into, and I've got it so that it all fits into a single backpack. Beautiful. Yeah, but there's still one problem. The backpack is looks like um, uh, oh it's oh my god. I mean, literally, I that was is- like pushing down on edges to get the zippers to close. Uh, oh god. So, oh yeah. So now I have to find. A bigger backpack. Yeah, well, there's that 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 uh, third world problem there. Yeah, yeah. Well, as problems go, that's not that's not a bad one to have. No, that that's easy. Just uh, there's I'm a backpack freak. I mean, I probably go in my closet and find all the backpacks I have. I don't think I'd have one that fit that much stuff. But well, yeah. what I should well, if that's like what I should do is um, send you the the model number of the one that I'm currently using. And yep. see if you can if you can find one that that's like not ridiculously big that I can actually take like on an airplane. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the funny thing last year, I think it was last year when when I um, or maybe it was the year before when I flew to uh, to Macstock. Yeah, you drove last year. Yeah, I drove last year. Um, but when I flew, every time I have taken this backpack through uh tsa security <laughs> you know i mean it you, i i can this is what happens every single time i i put the backpack down on the conveyor belt so that it goes through x-ray i walk through and they you know that they're invasive stuff that they do to make sure that that you're not a horrible horrible person trying to you know blow crap up and then i wait for my backpack to come through and i watch the eyes of the guy that's running the x-ray machine and i can i can tell exactly when it's my backpack that's gone through because his eyes will narrow his eyebrows will come down (laughs) and i'll see him hit the button to make it go backwards i'll see the whole conveyor belt go backwards it'll go back back and forth once or twice you know and then when it finally comes out he just kind of looks over at me and then looks over at another guy that's there and just gives him a little nod. And the guy takes comes over, takes my backpack off and says, okay, can you follow me, sir? And I have to explain <laughs> what what all of this stuff is that I have in my backpack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's okay. I've, I've been, and I'm worried about like when I bring too many laptops with me. With the, I've had, I've had you know, an iPad and my laptop. And I, I know when you put it up and you pile too many stuff and you're carrying it. Yeah. They'll they'll tear your whole backpack apart and look at everything. Oh sure, and and remember now I've got, um, let's see, eight XLR cables because I have to have an XLR cable that goes from the mic to the actuator and then from the actuator to the interface. So then the four microphones, four different pairs of headphones with all those loose wires. You know, I mean, all this stuff that's and it's crammed in in yeah. such a way that all the wires probably look like they're they're crisscrossing over themselves. I mean, it's got to look horrific when when they actually see it in there. Oh, it's crazy. Oh. Yeah, I'm well, I'm I'm using uh, actually I'm using it as I talk to you now is the uh, the Zoom H6 uh, smart recorder device sure. that has that has four XLR uh, inputs that which is awesome and I, and, I love and it. that records to what an SD SD card yeah yeah and um. I love this thing. It's I love it as an interface. I mean, it, it runs on batteries, or or when you plug it into your USB, it uh, it just records. Uh, it, it turns into just a basically an interface. So, but as you hear, my sound is great, and I've got yeah. the audio, I have the Audio Technica, the ATR twenty one hundred, which is a great mic. Sure. Um, and uh, 
you know, whenever I, whenever I decide to do something like what you're going to do, I think this device will be great. I mean, I did bring it to Mac stock last year. And, uh, and in fact, uh, Allison Sheridan used it, uh, when she wanted to record something real quick, uh, and it turned out great. So, um, there's another option, but, uh, it sounds like your setup's going to be pretty awesome. Well, uh, and the, the weird thing is I got a lot of it, um, off eBay. Uh, right. the, the 44 VSL is typically like 200 to 225. And I picked that up for about a hundred. Nice. And the, um, uh, the, uh, oh, what did I, the, the EV, uh, ND 767A microphone, the Electro Voice one, yeah. I actually found in a pawn shop for, really? like, for like 50 bucks. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll const, I constantly going, you know, going through pawn shops to see what they've got because it, it's such a great way to, to find some cheap stuff. I'm like going to the pawn shop in, in Vegas, you know, the pawn stars. You have to go there at least once. Oh, did you go there? I we drove past. I, I had been there before actually. The last time I was in Vegas, I oh, actually went. Did I you see did you see the guys or did they have like a bunch of other people there? They're never there. Uh but we the bus drove past, uh the line was out the door. It, it's always busy. It's crazy. And then he built a restaurant right next door too, like a bar restaurant. Well, of um, course he did. Yeah. This guy Rick Harrison owns like practically the entire area around there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a neat place. It, I, I went in and, uh, I, and I walked out, <laughs> didn't find anything I wanted to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, uh, you watch the show and, and it, oh, the show. yeah, it's a great show, but it seems like he's just got, you know, tons and tons of, of all kinds of stuff. But a lot of it is like this, you know, Hey, this is, this is a replica of, a, a, a civil war soldier that a kid would have played with in 1910. What's that worth? I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Why, why would I want that? I don't know. No, but what he, I remember one episode he had an Apple, uh, I think it was an Apple, uh, two that, that, uh, the whole ensemble with the games and everything. And then so he bought it for like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. It was, so, so yeah, I've seen them some computers, but uh, not very often. Okay, well, tell you what, we've been we've been yakking now for yeah. about eighteen minutes, and we haven't even gotten to the mymac.com articles for the day. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh, I know. Please. So uh, let's go ahead and go and hit that. The first one, is, and it's all podcasts this week. Uh, Club Nintendo level one seventy five. John, Aaron, and Tim. I don't have Gaz's sound effects. Discuss <laughs> their favorite game of 2017, their biggest surprises from 2017, and their most disappointing game of the year. They also dive into some hopes and dreams for the year to come in 2018. Go download, listen, enjoy. Why don't you take the next one? Okay. I lost my place here. Uh, the second one is the Tech Fan 330 Broken Cables. Uh, for the last episode of 2017, David and Tim discussed Apple's fix for the battery problem. Oy, that was such a crazy thing. Yeah. With the iPhone and uh, Keener Toys is our Wikipedia segment and our top movies that we saw of the last year. That should be interesting. Here's some of those good movies. I would hope Star Wars is in there. Uh, both the guys have cable issues during the show too. Oh, I know. You know, I listened to this and he kept saying Keener toys. I think he meant to say Kenner toys. Yeah. Cause I think Kenner was the one that had the, the star Wars, uh, franchise or the, you know, the, the star Wars, um, licensing rights, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, (laughs) 
Uh, moving on, let's talk Apple number 52. This is for December of 2017. Uh, joining Bart this month is Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices, uh, someone named Gazmaz from the uh, My Mac podcast, okay. and Linda Goucher. The show starts with some quick follow-up stories, some Apple-related notable numbers, and a few Apple-related legal stories, some staffing changes at Apple. Boy, there seems to be a lot of Apple stuff here. And some oh. Apple acquisitions and investments that made the news in December. The four main stories for the month are the launch of Apple Pay Cash in the U.S., the availability of the iPad Pro, Battery Gate, and the rumored unified developer platform, Marzipan. I don't even know. I haven't listened to the whole show yet. The show finishes with a quick rundown of some shorter Apple-related stories that made the news in December. Now, Linda, is uh, she's also leads the uh, Silicon Valley Apple user group, does she not? I believe so. Yes. Yes, I was. Uh, I actually was a guest at their at their one of their um, meetings a couple months ago after uh, MacStock. So. Oh, nice. She's she's very nice. Take the next one. I will. <laughs> Tech fan number three thirty one dash seven forty seven. Tim and David implore listeners to relax. No one is taking control of your computer or iPhone. Also, a Motorola Severe 2-in-1 Bluetooth speaker with over-ear headphones, Lenovo Star Wars, Jedi Challenges, smartphone-powered augmented reality experience, and the set Boeing 747 and more. Yes, I remember that Boeing 747 was retired. Yeah, the very last one was uh, taken to the – sorry, the very last one that, that is flying passengers right. in the United States was taken to the Arizona Boneyard last week. That's right. And I think the last flight was to Hawaii, was it not? I don't. I'm not really sure. Um, the um, I, I've flown on those planes so many times. I never, never experienced this. I never will again. <sighs> well, I, the longest flight that I ever had was on a 747. We went from uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, to London. Oh wow! And it was like fourteen hours, fourteen fifteen hours. Really, really, my God, such a long flight. Um, but that's neither here nor there. And the last one up for the week is three geeky ladies saving apps and websites. Episode one one three. Oh crap! Hold on. <laughs> Come on. There we go. Um, let's see here. Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. There we go. And Vicky. Is Vicky Stokes. Yes. Miss Stokes to dying gas. Okay. They share their favorite, I almost said savage, their favorite savage apps. Savage. Savage. Saving savings apps and websites. Go ahead, go download and listen. Three geeky ladies. Now, if, if you would like to write, anyone, any one of you would like to write for the mighty, mighty, mymac.com website all you have, it's so simple. It's so simple. All you have to do is contact John Nemo, Nemo at MyMac.com, send him a little sample of the way that you write, and we can get you writing. Not only can we get you writing for the MyMac.com podcast, but after you have written, sorry, website, after you have written for the website, you get to hear us mispronounce your name on this very show. Yes. Isn't that just great? It is great. Yeah, so wonderful. Um, 
Dave, if people want to get a hold of you, and yes. we're, we're not done yet, we're, but this is something we're doing. Yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, what was going through your mind when you agreed to be on the MyMac.com podcast, how would they do it? Well, I'm, uh, my Twitter handle is DaveG65. You can, uh, you can reach out to me there, as well as I do the In Touch with iOS podcast with Melissa Davis, the Mac Mommy. And you can go to that uh, website, InTouchWithIOS.com, and listen to some of my stuff there. Cool. Uh, you can reach me, Guy, at MyMac.com, probably. It doesn't always seem to work for some reason or another. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters as MacPettit. And we have a – did you know we had a Skype number? No, I didn't. I know. Isn't that just fascinating? It's 703. Um, now I have to go and look. I, you know, I've only been saying this for <laughs> nine years. 703-436-9501. That is the Skype number that everyone so far has managed to ignore for nine years or so. <laughs> and we appreciate it. So uh, I think I am going to get us out of this section, Dave. Everyone, right. please, please stand by to stand by. And Dave and I, we will be right back. Looking for a podcast to get your geek on? Then listen to my favorite ladies podcast, The Three Geeky Ladies. Join Alyssa, Suze, and Vicky as they discuss tech products and other topics that caught their attention. The Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network. The G-Men. Better than you realize but then there'd almost have to be. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is section number two of three, maybe four, if you keep listening. And um, this is, this is you know, Gaz and I usually, for, for this section, you know, we, we try to put out some information, but still keep it kind of light. And I'm not quite sure I'll be able to do that. Yeah, this is a pretty good broad topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's still not a huge amount known. And, of course, we're talking about the Meltdown and Spectre uh, CPU flaws that have been discovered in Intel and uh, ARM processors. So, oddly enough, uh, so far, as, you know, as of the time that we recorded this show, not with AMD processors, which yeah. are also, you know, x86 based processors just like intel stuff and the doom and gloom even goes so far as to say that that whatever the fix may be uh might slow things down <laughs> a little bit to fix the bad stuff and we'll see about that but first a little bit about what this is now what it now all of this i i am i am not a, a genius when it comes to this stuff or really anything, but I know how to use Google and I know how to find information. So all of this stuff that I'm telling you, it's not like I'm like, Oh yeah. So I've researched the problem down to the wires and this is my opinion. No, no, this is all just stuff I found online. Uh, meltdown 
is, um, let's see here. What does this say? Put simply, it, the exploit allows access to your operating system's kernel memory because of what is called speculative, specula <sighs> speculative execution, which modern chips perform to increase performance. Now, what exactly is spec speculative, if I could say it, execution? And this is from Wikipedia. Uh, speculative, specul God. Ah! Specul speculative. Thank you. Execution. I'm going to let you say those words. Uh, is an optimization technique where a computer system performs some tasks that may or may not actually be needed. The main idea is to do the work before it is known whether that work will be needed at all. So to, to prevent a delay that would have occurred by doing the work after it is known uh, that it was needed. If it turns out the work is not needed at all, most changes made by the work are reverted and the results are ignored. Now, what the attacker basically does is exploit this CPU vulnerability to expose extremely sensitive data that can be in, in the protected kernel memory. And this can include passwords, cryptographic keys, personal photos, emails, and any other data on your PC. Notice I said PC. <laughs> I, and by PC, I mean all computers, right? All computers that use, um, Intel, x86 chips for the la like the last 10 years and uh arm chips i don't think they've really given a time frame for you know when this became a thing for arm chips but if they use any of these chips they are vulnerable to uh meltdown inspector now as it turns out most of the ways that you can get infected or that this can be used against you is from applications that you, and I'm talking about Mac users. Now we're switching from all users back to Mac users. There are Mac users as we listen here. Right. So uh, if you download a lot of apps outside of the Mac app store, apparently uh, according to Apple, these are the types of apps that could have uh, this vulnerability. So if you download most of your programs from the Mac app store, you're probably okay with that. But again, it is, it's at this, at this point in time, it hasn't exactly been say, Oh yeah, you're completely safe. If you just download apps from the Mac app store, because Apple has your back. No, we're not saying that at all. So anyway, Meltdown, which uh, as of this writing uh, affects, no, no, this isn't right, <laughs> affects only Intel processors, but that doesn't mean ARM and AMD processors are safe, blah, blah. That's not correct. Um, meltdown can affect both Intel processors and ARM processors. Uh, for the Mac OS, iOS, and TV OS, there have already been patches released for the latest versions of those operating systems for Meltdown. Now, their effectiveness as far as being 100% are unknown, uh, but it should be good enough for now. Older computers running older versions of the Mac OS may still be vulnerable. So if you can run the latest version of the Mac OS, that is kind of what you should be doing. Now... Um, the other one is called Spectre, 
And uh, this is a name covering two different exploitation techniques known as, oh, I love this, <laughs> CVE-2017-5753 or Bounds Check Bypass. I mean, doesn't that just roll off the tongue? Yeah. It's... <laughs> the other one is CVE-2017-5753 or Branch Target Injection. These techniques potentially make items in kernel memory available to user processes by taking advantage of the delay in the time it may take for the CPU to check the validity of a memory access call. Did everyone get that? I hope so. Yeah, I didn't understand a single word. Uh, analysis of these techniques revealed that while, while, uh, that while they are extremely difficult to exploit, even by an app running locally on a Mac or iOS device, they can be potentially exploited in JavaScript, everyone's friend, running in a web browser. Apple will release an update for Safari on macOS and iOS in the coming days to mitigate these exploit techniques. And that, that obviously was from Apple's website. Uh, what I haven't heard is if Google has updated Chrome to prevent this stuff from going on. Yeah, I haven't heard it either. I, I don't know what the latest version is for Google Chrome, but um, I don't think so. Well, what's, what's, what's your take on all this? Well, I mean, some of the things I, 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 I'm glad to hear that Apple had already been releasing patches that uh, were out there before uh, everybody else. So, I mean, at least that's a good thing for all the OSs, which uh, at least on the meltdown piece of it. Um, again, I think it's a lot, a lot of physical access that needs to be in place for all this, as well as, uh, as you said, um, the uh, the apps that you download. The good thing is on Macs is you go, you got system integrity protection, and you know you have uh, if you have unsigned um, apps that aren't signed uh, with Apple, it'll prevent them from installing. So it kind of gives you an extra piece of security, so it won't install unless you uh, unless you tell it to allow it to install. Right, in which case you have to go to system preferences specifically. Right, you have to actually and allow go. It. So I, you think a normal Mac user would would think, okay, maybe this isn't the right thing to be installing because it doesn't have uh, assigned uh, applications. Right. So uh, yeah, I guess my recommendation would be if you have an app that you really want, and just be careful to make sure that you're not installing it. If it's not signed, that means I would I would question it's uh, it's 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 valid and not being vulnerable to the viruses or whatever obviously we don't get a lot of bad viruses on Macs, but it, it can mess things up you know yeah uh, home page hijack on a safari browser or any of a number of things you know i've i've worked with people before where i said well they're trying to find a way to uh play a, a video which was a video surveillance as an example and going out to websites and saying okay let me find a player that'll play this and you know those sites are, are never that great because um, they're going to have apps that they that they make you think that that's going to be able to play it but then it's going to do something else that yeah you and you want. install it anyway and then and find out it, it doesn't then, work and then, and then just I, leave it there then i hear complaints that oh I, my, my my home page is hijacked the browser isn't working right <laughs> Okay, well, what did you do? Oh, yeah, well, I, I could have told you that. The videos don't play. <laughs> yeah. Because those, those are proprietary videos, and they want you to buy their player. Yeah, well, and well, not only it's it proprietary formats, and a lot of these, especially if you're talking about um, surveillance videos, will have their own special encryption. 
Right. That is so even if you get a player that'll play that format, you still won't be able to play it because right. you'll need a key to uh, unlock it so that whatever the codec is will play in the player that you've selected. Exactly. So it, just another example of just being be careful out there. I mean, yeah. I I, th- I mean I think this this is yeah it's a big thing but you know the press likes to, to overblow it like they of always. Do. Well, and, the whole the whole iPhone battery thing was a good well, example of that too. Just so over- Apple took care of it. They did. I mean they're taking care of it. You know. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. It's a different topic, but, um, but yeah, just, just be careful out there. That's, that's really my take on it. Um, I, when I have started some of this stuff, I just shake my head and I say, okay, it, it looks vulnerable. Let's, let's just be careful and just, just, just be a smart com- uh, computing, do, do smart computing. I mean, just, just don't, don't download things. You don't know what, the, what they are. Don't go to websites that are shady. That are shady. I mean, I just gave that example. Just like, so I know that those, those video playback sites that they, they really prey on people. Yep. Now, uh, what does essentially what does this mean for you as a user? Uh, mostly, it means that if you're running the latest version of that should say Mac OS and not <laughs> mouse, uh, you most likely have nothing to worry about with uh, meltdown. And you know, like Dave said, uh, some of this stuff requires like physical access to your machine. Spectre is still a potential risk, however. Uh, even there, the possibilities of being exploited are remote at the, the very best. So, you know, they, there will be more information on this coming out. Uh, it, sometimes it can be difficult to separate uh, the wheat from the chaff and also the, you know, the, oh, my God, this, we're all going to die because of it. You know, this is like this is like the you're old enough to remember the whole Y2K thing. Oh, of course. You know, and the the press like exploded on that and as it turned out it was kind of like yawn okay some a very very few uh computers were vulnerable to that chances are even though the 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 net is much wider on this uh unless some very very smart hackers figure it out very very quickly we're probably never going to have to worry about this yeah i I wouldn't worry about it that much. I mean, it's just just be aware of it. But yeah. don't don't freak out about it. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it for this uh, segment, Dave. You want to take us out? Do you remember what to say? Oh no, I don't. Oh <laughs> man, right, I'll whisper it and then you just say it. All right. Stand by. Stand by. To stand by. Please do stand by. It's, I'm I'm learning. <laughs> stand by. Just stand by. <laughs> Just to stand by. And stand by. We'll be right back. That's exactly what you were supposed to say. Crazy. This is Mark Chappell of the Essential Mac and the Rampant Mumblings podcast. And this is Carl Madden of the Mac and Forth Show podcast. You know what, Carl? No, nope, never met him. But it's funny how many people ask. No, no, no. I mean, you know what we should do? Get better writers? Well, that goes without saying no. I think we should merge. Excuse me? Rumpet Mumblings, Essential Mac, Mac and Forth should merge. Sounds messy. No, no, no. It'll be good. We can still have all the incisive news, views and opinions of Rampant Mumblings and Essential Mac along with, well, whatever Mac and Forth has to offer. Hmm. And what should we call this new monster? Uh, I mean venture. Well, it's still essentially an Apple-related show, so why not... 
How do you like those apples? Catchy, but does it essentially sum up what an apple show should be about? All right, how about get your apples here, an apple a day, chatty apple, happy pie, oh, just apple. No, we essentially need something that is more apple related. Monkey tennis. Huh? No, no, no. We just need something essentially apple that lets people know we will essentially be discussing apple related things. You knuckleheads. Just call your new podcast the Essential Apple Podcast for when people have essentially run out of good podcasts to listen to. Should have gone with monkey tennis. It's all right if you did not wake up on time. You've got time, you've got time to rest. The G-Men, a show almost good enough to listen to. And welcome back to the third and potentially final section of the uh, the the mymac.com podcast number 689 for whatever week this the week of January 7th 2018. Are you have you been having a good time? I am having a blast. Thank you for having me. Oh, not a problem. Really? And and do you think that you might come on some other time? I'm nodding my head. There you go. Hit it. Gases <laughs> tips. Most Gases tips. Most Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, Gaz is not here this week, so you're going to get my tip instead. Uh, if you want to invert the colors on your screen for some odd reason, there is actually probably some good reasons to do this like if the sun is shining directly on your screen and everything gets faded out so you can't see it anyway or maybe you're just crazy enough to prefer it anyway you can go to system preferences and under accessibility select display and check the invert colors checkbox or if you can't be bothered to do that just hit the following key combination the control key and then alt and you got to hold each one down control then alt option then command and then the number eight all at the same time and it will make your screen look like you're living in the 60s without the bad crash afterwards i'm gonna i'm not gonna get a finger cramp after hold all those buttons down <laughs> well yeah yeah it can be it can be difficult uh but but do you think that 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 sounds like a fun thing to do I'm nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Cassie's tips. That's the end of Cassie's tips. That's the end of Cassie's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Cassie's tips. <laughs> okay. Um, Dave, I probably should have asked you this before we started to record, but is there some pick or tip that you would like to share with the listeners of the MyMac.com podcast? Yeah, you should have asked me because I don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. That's 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 not a good thing. However, I do have one. Uh, if you're looking for a good dynamic microphone, I've got two options here, but one of them may be a little hard to find. And that one that would be hard to find would be the ElectroVoice ND767A, uh, mostly because it's been discontinued. But you can still find them on eBay. Uh, be careful of fakes, though, for 90 to $100. And it's... Honestly, it's one of my favorite um, dynamic microphones. I think that if I had had that microphone before I had gotten uh, the one I'm using right now, which is a Heil PR40, and 
honestly, the, the Heil PR40, while it's a great mic, is so overhyped. I think a lot of people buy it just because, well, I, I heard that, you know, blah, blah, blah on this show or that podcast uses it, so it must be wonderful. It is. But it's also very pricey. And there are some other just as good dynamic microphones that'll work just as well for a lot less money. Um, anyway, uh, you can, you can probably find these still on eBay and they are really, really nice microphones. And the other one is the Sennheiser E835A, which can be found nearly everywhere that, uh, that microphones are sold. Uh, and actually I, Dave and I were talking about this just before, uh, we started recording I have three of these Sennheiser 835As in my, uh, my, my mobile podcasting kit, and I really, really like this microphone. Not as much as the ND767, uh, but you can still buy the Sennheiser ones as compared to the Electro Voice ones. Ah, so very, very sad. Yeah. Well. Um, we didn't get any iTunes reviews and uh, if you do an iTunes review this is the cool part you do an iTunes iTunes review you will get something wonderful as a matter of fact I don't know if I've ever given you one of these for some of the stuff that you've done in the past Dave but have you ever heard of a wooty I have not what is a wooty a wooty is something that I give people who do something significant for the mymac.com podcast and, and by agreeing to come on <laughs> and putting up with whatever nonsense spills out of my head at any given time, you are deserving okay. of a wooty, and I will send you one. The other way you can get one is to do like an iTunes review. Now, what exactly is a wooty? I hear you ask. Yeah, I'm curious. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's a big W, big O, big O, big T, little I, little E. And that's all I can tell you. You'll find out more when I send it to you. All right. And um, but we did get some email feedback from Mac Jim. And he says, Oi, will you ask Guy this? If someone doesn't listen to the show, then how would they hear his thanks for listening? Through osmosis. Of course, Mac Jim. That should, that should be painfully obvious. Now... Uh, one more time, Dave, if people wanted to get a hold of you and question what you were thinking about when you agreed to be on this show, how they, would they do it? They would go to Twitter, DaveG65, and that's how you can get a hold of me. That, that's probably the easiest way. Uh, I'm, uh, as I said, I have my podcast in touch with iOS. Is that well. on Facebook? Uh it is, yes. You have a Facebook page for the podcast there. I do. In Touch with iOS, has got, we have a Facebook page. It's, it needs to be more active, but yes, it's there. <laughs> and you can also find that uh, in iTunes and probably the, uh, yes, the, the podcatcher of your choice. We're That's all In Touch with iOS. Thank you. And if you would like to get a hold of Gaz and say, what is wrong that you couldn't be on the show this week? All you have to, I don't, he, he usually plays this, this like music and I, it's something to do with Jerry Anderson who does like super marionette stuff, but I don't have that, that sound bit. Uh, but his email address is gaz. That's G A Z cars at my Mac.com. Uh, he's on the Twitters as gaz G A Z cars, M A Z cars on Twitter. 
And we have a combined Twitter account, Dave, and that is Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z, over there on the Twitters. Uh, if you want to contact Fearless Leader, oh, I don't have one for Tim. Fearless Leader Tim, you would send that to feedback at mymac.com. Uh, if you wanted to get hold of me, I am guy at mymac.com for email. I am Mac Parrot on the Twitters. And uh, we have a Skype number. I know. I it's it. it's it's mind blowing if I can find it. Where is it? You know, you would think after all this time of doing this show that uh, that I would be able to say these things and and have the effects at the ready, but I don't. At the bottom uh, of the page. Well, I'll have to go back and do it again. <laughs> we have a Skype number. Isn't that amazing, Dave? <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, it, it blows my mind. And that Skype number is one or plus one outside of the United States, depending on what country you live in. Area code 703-436-9501. That number again, 703-436-9501. Now, this is the, the, the time of the show when I say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Not only to Dave for agreeing to, to be on today, but to all of the people who download and listen, that's the important part. You also have to listen to the MyMac.com podcast. And if you aren't listening or downloading, thank you too. And I have no idea how you're going to hear that, but that's not my problem. It's, it just isn't. Because Dave, I think, now this is me, I think that we're good enough yeah, that that's easy to that's easy to, to you know visualize. Smart enough, mm, eh, not so much. And <laughs> doggone it, woof woof, people like us. Now, <laughs> uh, if you would like, you, you see under where it says Germanish. Can you read that 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 sentence there? Oh, okay, I'll try. Meltdown und Spectra als Namen für Exploits ist gruseling. <laughs> Good enough. And that would be the end. <laughs> Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Tell me, can you hear this? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> That's great. Just need to make sure that uh, all my usual insanity is working. You really don't want surprises with insanity. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's almost a given. Or it should yep. be. Today is set first is day sixty two point five of March just up to October. Burr. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Oh no, it's sixty three point five. Hold on. Okay. There. Whoops. There. Nope. I got I'll just follow along here and take your lead. <laughs> oh no, no, that that's great. That's great. 
All right. Um, you want to do the title? Do I want to do the title? Sure. Okay. How would I? How would I, I well, you just say my Mac podcast 689, the need for slow, but you know, in, in a fun, exuberant, excited kind of way. Welcome to the my Mac podcast number 689, uh, need for slow. Yeah. Except you don't have to say welcome. Just say the title. Okay. I won't welcome anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I made this, um, uh, this chicken dinner last night, I used some panko breadcrumbs and some Italian seasonings and, you know, I mean, it was good. And, but it was right after we got done with dinner when it hit again. Mm. So, um, and the thing is, I'm, you know, I have learned after 25 years of marriage <laughs> that if she's not feeling well and I'm hovering over her going, are you all right? Can I get you anything? What can I do? You know, eventually she just turns on, I don't want anything. Get away from me. You did this to me. You know, so um, basically once I have determined that there is really nothing that I can do unless she wants me to do something. Now, if she comes up and says, guy, I need you to do X, Y, Z, then it's like, okay, fine. You know, I will do X, Y, Z. But once I have made that initial determination that there's nothing I can do, I go away. And just stay out of her face because I don't want to get yelled at. That's how it works. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep the wives happy. Pro Tools and, and Studio One and, and all of these different these different DAWs that were are mostly created for people creating music. But if all you're doing is like spoken word and just a couple of tracks, you know what? I'm I'm very happy with Garage Bit. Oh my goodness! Sorry. Bless you. Oh crap. <laughs> hmm. It happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that'll make the after. Oh, that'll make the after show. <laughs> it just has to. It has to. Brat. <laughs> yeah, we actually have a. Um, oh, let me see if I can find it. We have a. Um, you know the bumpers that we do. Mm-hmm. Gaz and I, we were recording this bumper, and it required us to burp a lot. <laughs> so we sat down with GarageBand, and we both you know, like you, you, the swallow air trick, so that you can do burps. Sure. And then I got, edited it and, and got them all together, and this is what I came up with. <laughs> that is actually Gaz and me burping. That's not a sound effect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> when- you need to drop in, you got it. Yeah. 